Ah, another day, another controversy, because a person said a thing and now half the internet is angry about it, and the other half is angry at the people who got angry in the first place. <sighs> Boy, that escalated quickly. Honestly, we're only a few days into 2024 and already we have our first big battle for the empire of dust that is current day Star Wars. And in this case, the source of the controversy was Charmin Obeid Shinoy, the director of the upcoming Star Wars movie focusing on Rey Palpatine. Rey Skywalker. Palpatine. I mean, Jesus, I've already said my piece on why turning stacks of dollar bills into crash barriers would be a more efficient way to spend 200 million dollars or whatever embarrassingly huge amount of money they end up blowing on this turkey, so I won't repeat myself here. Instead, I'll just get right to the heart of the matter. As you probably noticed from looking at her, Charmin is a person of the female persuasion, and apparently that's real important when it comes to directing Star Wars movies because... Uh... And we're in 2024 now, and I think uh, it's about time that we had a woman uh, come forward uh, to shape the story in a galaxy far, far away. Ah, the old, it's time for Demographic X to do arbitrary thing because current year arguments never gets old, does it? Now, when this clip started doing the rounds on the internet, the reaction from the Star Wars fan base was so thermonuclear that I think even Rachel Zegler breathed a sigh of relief. It's like a relay race, I guess. There's always going to be someone else waiting to see the next dumb thing and take the heat away from whoever's in the firing line at the moment. Not only did Charmin's statement conveniently ignore the fact that women have been represented as the protagonists of four out of the past five Star Wars movies, the writers, producers, directors and stars of multiple TV shows and video games virtually the entire Lucasfilm story group and the president of the entire studio, but it also played into all the tediously predictable tropes that have come to define the culture of modern Star Wars. The obsession with identity over personality, the narcissistic sense of entitlement, the trampling of the legacy of previous generations, the idea that you're owed something purely because of your gender, the realisation that no matter how much ground is given and how many concessions are made, the demand will always be the same. More. And I think after enduring almost 10 years of smug, overpowered girl bosses who can magically do everything better than the men around them, the Star Wars fanbase are kind of over the whole female empowerment thing now. It's not new, groundbreaking, inventive or admirable anymore. It's become the norm, as tediously predictable and stale as the damsel in distress trope from decades earlier. The reality is that the stage had already been set for something like this when Obeyed Shinoi was first announced as director and people began to learn more about her background and career. A Pakistani journalist, documentary filmmaker and feminist activist whose main focus was on highlighting the plight of women in Pakistani culture. I mean, that's admirable work indeed, but the question on most people's minds was, what the fuck has that got to do with Star Wars? The answer seemed to come in the form of previous interviews that magically resurfaced around the same time that seemed to offer some insight into her mindset as a director. Um, I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy <laughs> making men uncomfortable. If I need to stand up and, and face a man and look him 
uh, look at him in the eyes and, and scare him off a little bit. I do scare Pakistani men off a little bit. Um, <laughs> that, that I do, and I enjoy that power. I am working to bring something that makes you uncomfortable, and it should make you uncomfortable. Now, I'll be the first to admit that this doesn't sound particularly good when taken at face value, and it goes without saying that if a male director was to sit there and proudly declare how much he enjoys making women uncomfortable, you can bet your soy milk latte that his career would be over quicker than you can say, me also. But in this case, I'm about to do something that may just surprise you. I'm going to defend her on this one. Are you serious? See, the fact is, these interviews were made years earlier and they have absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars or even the entire Western Hemisphere for that matter. She was talking about her documentary work to expose the practice of honour killings in Pakistan and the men who somehow think it's okay to literally murder women for the crime of being assaulted by other men. I mean, if you think you're having a bad day, I suggest you look it up sometime. It'll put your life into perspective pretty quick. Anyway, my point is that those are the men she was talking about wanting to feel uncomfortable, in the hopes that her work might cause them to reflect on their actions and rethink their worldview. Not an unreasonable position, but the problem is that when a clip like that surfaces at the same time as her interview about Star Wars, the human mind naturally forms a link between two completely unrelated things and assumes the worst. Shit man, we even covered it on open bar the other night, which which is partly why I wanted to clarify it here. Now, none of this is to say that I think she's going to produce an amazing Star Wars movie, or that she's particularly qualified to take on a massive project like this in the first place, or that I agree with her reason for why she should be doing it, but I do think it's important to be fair in our criticism and not misrepresent people's opinions just to farm some quick outrage. Anyway, I digress. Back to the point at hand. You know, every time someone makes a statement like that, my question is always the same. Why? Why exactly is it time for a woman to direct a Star Wars movie? It's got to be more than just, it's 2024 now. And that's not to say that I'm against the basic premise, but what I'm questioning here is the logic of the argument. Because normally when you make a bold declaration that a thing needs to happen, it should be followed up by some kind of understandable rationale to justify it. Otherwise it would be like striding up to your boss and demanding a raise with no evidence of why you deserve one. Just as a quick example off the top of my head, I think it's about time I I disposed of the corpse of that double glazing salesman who just wouldn't take no for an answer because it's starting to stink up my living room and it's only a matter of time before the neighbours start asking questions. In this case, I've established a clear problem that needs to be addressed, and while other people might propose different solutions, nobody can argue that a solution of some kind is indeed required. So what exactly is the problem that needs to be solved in this case? Well, according to Charmin, it's that no woman has ever directed a Star Wars movie. And this, of course, is factually true. Out of the 11 Star Wars movies that have been released so far, all of them were directed by men. But why is this a problem? Are men inherently bad at directing Star Wars movies? Would women be better at it? Well, men have certainly directed some bad Star Wars films, that's for sure. I don't think many people would argue that Rise of Skywalker was a good movie, or Solo, or The Phantom Menace. But then again, A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and even Rogue One were all pretty good films, all of which were directed by men. But what about women? Are they different somehow? Well, in the world of Star Wars, we've had Bryce Dallas Howard direct multiple episodes of The Mandalorian, most of which turned out to be pretty good from a directing perspective. Not so much the writing, but that's not exactly her responsibility. So, nice work, Bryce. Then again, Deborah Chow directed every episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was almost universally terrible, with some of the worst staging and cinematography that I've ever seen in a Star Wars production. Not so good, Debs. 
So what can we take from this? Well, it's almost like male and female directors are both capable of producing good and bad Star Wars projects, none of which has anything whatsoever to do with their gender, and everything to do with their individual talents, skills and abilities as artists. So why do we have to demean them as individuals by reducing them down to a monolithic collective based on an irrelevant aspect of their identity? Why is it time for a woman to direct a Star Wars movie? More importantly, why is it time for this particular woman to direct a Star Wars movie? Well, I suspect you know the answer already. It's the same reason Kevin Feige proudly declared that we needed more female superheroes in the MCU, the same reason he hired inexperienced directors like Chloe Zhao, Kate Shortland and Nia DaCosta to take on massive projects that they were totally unprepared for. The same reason Lucasfilm were forging ahead with yet another movie about a character nobody cares about. It looks good. More importantly, it makes them look good. It allows them to pat themselves on the back and say they're doing their bit for the greater good by fast-tracking people into roles they're totally not ready for on the basis of their innate characteristics and then conveniently forgetting about them when their projects inevitably fail. Rather than taking on the longer and more difficult task of nurturing real talent and allowing people to gradually work their way up to top-level projects once they're ready. And if anything, I think this approach does a real disservice to the many talented and capable female female directors already out there by reducing them to the status of token diversity hires chosen because of how they were born rather than their capability as artists and provoking audiences into blaming them for failed movies that were never going to succeed anyway. Like for example, another movie about the adventures of Ray Palpatine. Ray Skywalker. You and me are going to have a long talk when this is over. <coughs> anyway, that's all I've got for today. Go away now.